Living with clutter is such a part of homeschooling that we can really let it build up without realizing it. And the mess can bog us down in feelings of overwhelm and stress. Today's guest, veteran homeschooling mom and coach, Heather Giambalvo, is here to tell us about getting rid of clutter and reclaiming peace. Welcome to Homeschooling Saints, the podcast that helps you create the homeschool you love for the people you love. Our host is Lisa Maladnik, a Catholic life coach, TV host, best-selling author, and an instructor at Homeschool Connections. Before we get started, remember to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, click the bell to join our channel. Hello and welcome. I'm Lisa Maladnik, your host, and today I'm talking with my friend and fellow coach, Heather Giambalvo, about getting rid of clutter and reclaiming peace. Heather says, for the last 30 years or so, my magnum opus, my great work has been my family. I'm a Catholic wife, mother of four, in my 23rd year of homeschooling, and grandmother of four. That's awesome. Now I am living my chapter two dreams as I set women free from the bondage of clutter through one-on-one coaching courses and my group coaching membership my gentle approach is accessible to women in all stages of life watching women discover the freedom and peace that comes from overcoming this roadblock brings me great joy and you can find heather giambalva at her website cleaningwithease.net and that's in the show notes as well as her link tree to all her social media accounts lots of fun to follow heather <laughs> heather welcome to the program it's so good to see you thank you so much for having me lisa that's my joy. So just start us off. You, I've been seeing you around the homeschool network for years and years. Yeah, yes. uh, there's almost nothing, you know, that you haven't taught or taken your children <laughs> to try or, you know, you're a very game person. And, and Well, you- <laughs> yeah. So no, it, 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 it's, um, it's been quite the adventure homeschooling. And I can't believe that I'm in my 23rd year. I have one more year to go uh, with my youngest, who is a junior in high school. And it just seems like we in some ways it seems like we've been doing this forever and in other ways it feels like we just made the decision that my 29 year old daughter (laughs) would start homeschooling in the second grade so it's just um you know god is good and it's been it's been a wonderful adventure that i have no regrets over making at all yeah Yeah, no, it's really amazing. And you're getting to see some of the fruits now. And you have that history now where you can, there's so many new homeschoolers right now and so many people in need of your support um, that, you know, it's just really good to have been through it all, been there, done that and not be intimidated, right? Yes, yes. And for me, you know, it comes out of a place of having suffered through a lot of years with my clutter. I mean, and I, I know suffer, it might sound like a strong word, but it really, you know, when we are homeschool moms, we live in our homes. Yeah, we live in our cars too and all the activities, but, you know, we live so much in our homes. You know, we're not just sending kids off to school and then, you know, puttering around and picking up. I mean, we're they're, they're there, we're in the midst of it. And that's where my passion for this came out of is that, you know, I just suffered for so long until I figured out a system that worked. And then as I helped other women do it, even before I did it professionally, 
yeah, I was like, okay, this is, this is the calling for the next chapter <laughs> of my life. And I'm a planner. So, you know, I needed to kind of get things started as, as the other is dwindling, you know, the, uh, the, as the other is ending. So, yeah, you you yeah. like to be doing and you like to be on mission. And I really get the sense, too, that there's real joy in this journey for you. I know, know you mentioned yes. it in your bio, but but it's really true. What is that satisfaction of helping someone else well, walk that road? <laughs> yeah, it's when they start to have the realizations because, you know, like I said, it's I do a gentle approach and I'm not a. You know, I love Marie Kondo. If you followed her, she's a little Japanese woman who is a whirlwind to go through your home. And I think, you know, she speaks to a lot of people. She is very inspiring. But my approach is definitely more like you need to learn something along the way so that you just don't end up there again. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the joy is when, you know, people start to get it. When they're like, I came home from vacation because I teach them to try and, you know, get things settled before they go away so that when they come home, they don't walk into, oh, what did I just <laughs> leave behind? And now look what I came home to. And now we have all this, you know, all this stuff and everything else. And that joy, that joy that they start to discover. And then even when it starts to rub off onto their significant others, <laughs> you know, because some of them it's, you know, some, not everybody's style is the same. Not everybody's motivated to get rid of the clutter. And some people can be very resistant, some husbands, children, whatever. And when they start to see the peace that comes from it, the, the joy that comes from having less to take care of, and they start to, to work on their own you know, I have one, uh, one of my members, she said she walked into her husband's office and now she's an empty nester at this point. And she's like, what are you doing? Cause he was cleaning up his desk and he goes, you know, I'm doing the Heather Giambalvo thing. <laughs> he'll, he'll listen to her stuff, uh, to my stuff on social media with her. And, uh, he's like, you know, I'm doing my 15 minutes, you know, getting things, uh, uh, decluttered and, you know, and she's like, that's a miracle in and of itself, you know? So I love yeah. the way things rub off, um, yes. that when you start to do something without having to be a nag in your home, but when you create more yeah. peace, it is contagious. Yeah. And, you know, one of my things is don't go and if children are a little different, young children, you have to declutter for them and such like that. But I'm a big advocate of not going and just making other people's stuff disappear because all it does is create, you know, it creates tension. It creates resistance rather than that joy rubbing off. It's like, <laughs> People start to be like, don't touch my stuff, you know, don't come yeah. near it because they're afraid you're going to make it disappear, you know. Yeah. So what does the process look like? Somebody comes to you and says, Heather, I'm, I can't take it anymore. Help me. Yeah. So I tend to explain it like this, that your house is like a pie. And rather than spreading your efforts over the whole pie, you want to pick a very narrow sliver because then when you get, you know, when you get rid of things, you start to declutter and you start to see the results, then that momentum, that motivation grows and grows in you because, you know, you, you do this sliver and then you kind of guard it. 
And I don't mean that you stand next to it, like don't let anybody touch it, that kind of thing. But just that at the end of the night, you're that's the area you're going to go and you're going to make sure it's picked up. Because it's very easy to pick up things and to keep things decluttered when everything has a home. When things don't have a home, then we do the pile shifting. And it's like, you know, we take it from here and then we're having company and it goes in a box (laughs) and then we forget about it. And then, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's very easy to put things away. You know, you set a timer for 15 minutes tops at night. And if you have children, you know, have them make it a joyful, put on some music, whatever, you know, they're picking up their toys and you're, you know, and everything has a home. It's very easy. And so, like I said, you're, you're working on that very narrow sliver and you are guarding that. And then you're like, wow, look at that. And what a difference that made. Now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work on the next sliver. And that what happens is, is a little bit, you know, over time, it, it starts to spread out more and more. I mean, in all honesty, most people have what my <laughs> my great grandparents used to call the glory hole. You know, they're like, you know, the junk room, you know, that kind of thing. So everybody's got some space that they that they, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not about creating show places. To me, it's about you want to you want to love your home, you want to enjoy your home, you want to live in your home, but you want to find that happy medium where your stuff is just not like, you know, I mean, it really can feel overwhelming, depressing. I mean, especially, you know, we've, we've been in our homes a whole lot more in the last couple of years than we, you know, were before. And so, you know, that's, I think people are really becoming much more fed up. You know, that's why home improvements and everything else are happening more because people are actually at home. Yeah, they're nesting <laughs> like, like crazy. That. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, that's my approach is a slow, you know, you can accomplish a lot more in 15 minutes a day than you think, you know, um, whether it's doing the dishes, what, whatever it is. And, you know, at the beginning, it's just picking up and then, you know, you work on decluttering those little areas, you know, I'm making dinner. Let me open a drawer. Do I really need six, you know, rubber scrapers? Do I really need, you know, uh, five uh, hamburger flippers? You know, that kind of that kind of thing. And one drawer at a time, one shelf at a time, one little section at a time, you know, you little by little. And then it becomes easy to take care of. And that's that's the lightness. That's the peace that comes from it. Yeah, um, I imagine, too, focusing on one sliver probably teaches you some lessons about yourself and about what you value and about what, why you probably have to overcome some obstacles to letting go of things that you might be holding on to for reasons you have never thought about. Yeah. I mean, every little thing you have from a, a marker beyond has a story and you know, obviously that's, that Sharpie probably doesn't have a very big story other than where you bought it or, you know, whatever, but some things have stories that you don't even really realize until you start to listen. It could be that you know you got this from your mother, you know, or, you know, grandma died and I got this. And, and then that's when you have to ask yourself, you know, do I really need this hamburger flipper to remember my grandmother? And the answer might be yes, because you didn't get very many things from grandma. But you know what? If you got a hundred things from grandma, 
<laughs> probably that flipper isn't a, a real important part of that. And, you know, what happens over time is you start to recognize that the peace that you and the lightness that you gain outweighs that holding on to things. And then, you know, assuming that you're, <laughs> assuming that the person that it is associated with was, um, I'm going to say a good person because you get, you understand that that's kind of a loaded thing. Um, you know, they would want you to be happy, right? Does that make sense? Assuming mm -hmm. that they were, they were mentally, <laughs> mentally, uh, we all have the wacky relatives and stuff like that who, who might not, but you know, they would want you to be happy. They want you, they don't want you to be weighed down by their stuff. You know, sometimes what they consider to be a blessing becomes a burden. And so if you can just pick out the things that remind you most of them, you know, I love to put stuff on the wall. I, I'm not, I'm not so much of a minimalist that I don't, you know, that I need bare walls and things like that. I like photos. I like memories and that kind of thing. And if you can put together a few things, you know, that really remind you of them in a very positive way, they don't have, because um, some things even have negative stories. I have a, a member who was like, she finally threw out the cracked vase she had from a failed marriage. She's like, why? I got this as a wedding gift from some, a man who left me. Why am I keeping this? <laughs> why wow. am I keeping this negative, you know, this negative thing here? And then she, and then it was like, wow, that was freeing. Yeah. You know, cause not, not everything has a nice story, unfortunately. Yeah. And psychologically, I mean, we could go in a whole deep place here about yes. the effect that it has on you to hold yeah. on to the things right. that hurt you, yes. you know, uh, that that's heavy baggage to drag around. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, really interesting. So when you start to give general guidelines to help that person who's never been through the process before, um, what gets them started with maybe categories or a philosophy or what helps them? Well, my, I would say my philosophy is really uh, 15 minutes at a time. And I know it sounds simple, you know, um, I say so much of the, you know, so many things in our life, whatever it is that we're trying to conquer, it's, you know, really it's like 20% strategy and, you know, 80% mindset, you know, the thoughts that are going through our head. So there's, there's two parts to this, the 15 minutes, the tricking your brain to cut down on the resistance. You know, when you're going to sit down on the, you're going to sit down to watch something or read something, whatever at night. And there's that little bit of you that goes, oh, I said I was going to do such and such, but uh, forget it. I've had it, you know, but if you can say, well, I could do 15 minutes and then you can sit down, you know, and a big part of it was say, celebrate, celebrate that you did your 15 minutes, give yourself a pat on the back. You know, it could be as minor as checking it off your to-do list or writing it on your list after you've done it and check it off, you know, yes, either way, yes. giving yourself a mental pat on the back, or it can be, you know, I, I think the more joy we can show around our kids, the better, you know, turning on a, a song and dancing around and, you know, but let, you know, just celebrate that, you know, everybody, if you get everybody up and they did 15 minutes with you, I mean, it's amazing what you can accomplish in 15 minutes. I mean, those dishes that we have been dreading doing, I, 
I, I practice what I preach. I'll be like, you know, Alexa, <laughs> set a timer for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always going to be like, oh, it'll take me longer than 15 minutes. And usually it doesn't. Usually it doesn't. Or I'm just finishing up as the timer goes off. And so that, you know, that 15 minute is part of the strategy, celebrating, taking breaks, you know, getting away from the marathon cleaning sessions that, um, you know, that was always my, it was like all or nothing. I was either, and I had a new system and I went on and I printed out a, a binder of a, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I was going to do this system and within a week or two, it was, it was dead. (laughs) Too complicated. Yeah. Too complicated. And, and I came up against too much resistance and then, um, on the mindset part of it, it's about starting to recognize what thoughts are causing what feeling, you know, if you want to do something new, you need to think something new. And I mean, even as Christians, uh, we, you know, we say, you know, we're supposed to take every uh, thought captive to Christ. And then that's not just the the sinful, you know, the stuff that's driving us towards bad stuff. It's also, I mean, you know, just everyday thoughts, right? We're, we're meant to bring them to the Lord. And, you know, if we can start to realize what we're thinking, why am I resisting doing what I want to do? So it's not just about changing what I'm doing. It's changing what I'm thinking, which, um, you know, you're a coach, you understand this, you know, the, th- the thoughts drive the feelings, which drive the actions. So if you want to do something new, you got to think something new. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, it's not as always as easy as practice to do that kind of thing. That's why, you know, when I work with people, it's not just a, you know, a snap, Woohoo! how I realize it. And it's all, you know, that's why you work with a coach. That's why you walk with a coach because you know, you need the ongoing, the ongoing help. Yeah, and I'm sure you've had this experience as a coach when you're listening to a client and you're celebrating with her because she took her sliver and she accomplished it. Yeah. Um, she may she may actually say because you're really listening to her and that you're championing her and celebrating with her, she may hear herself say things she's never heard herself say before. Like, yeah. you know what? I felt like I was finally out from under that label of you know, you can't do it or you're a loser right. or you or you always quit or whatever that thing right. was. Like they, That's a big one. You always they, quit. Yep. They, or they on start, the slob. Yeah, exactly. You know, these That's labels just, that we put on ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And, and other people do help with that sometimes along the way. Um, <laughs> might, might have labeled us along the way. The other thing that I love about your approach is that uh, as a coach, uh, I love a little bit of neuroscience. And that is that God wired our brains so that for celebration. We yes. actually, it's easier for us to repeat something we've celebrated it because it causes an endorphin payback in the brain and the brain responds with that neuroplasticity by rewiring a little bit and strengthening those pathways. So the next time you set that that timer, if you celebrate it a little, even if it was just a fist pump or a good for you in the mirror, maybe smile at yourself as you yep. pass a mirror. Whoo, good job. <laughs> uh, whatever that is, your brain remembers that and goes, oh, yeah, we're going to set that timer again. Right. You know, it actually does get you much more motivated and out of that icky thinking. Yeah, because if you make it painful, like if you beat yourself down, it's like trying to lose weight. You might lose some weight by telling yourself, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. But eventually your brain is going to be like, I don't like that pain. So we're going to stop. 
Whereas if you can, like you're saying, retrain it to enjoy, you know, enjoy all of that, that celebrating, you are much more likely to continue. And I, I think about that mirror thing. Um, you know, I, every time I look in the mirror, I say, God made you beautiful. You know, God that. made you beautiful and it changes wow. everything. And eventually, you know, I mean, you know, people will talk about those affirmations in the mirror and stuff, and it sounds all wooey, wooey, you know, kind of thing, but it really <laughs> isn't. It is brain science. And if, you know, you look at yourself, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm a, you know, a, I'm a, an Olympic gymnast or something like that, you know, uh, something that is, you know, God made me beautiful. God made us all beautiful. In one mm-hmm. way or the other. And, you know, now I can look in the mirror and believe that. And we all mm-hmm. know people who, you know, it's a totally different topic, but, you know, who they're, they're gorgeous and they look in the mirror and they don't see it. Right. No, it's all it. too so true. That's all their thoughts, you know? Yeah. Well, our society teaches us to run ourselves down and we drag that around and, I, and it, and it's, and it hangs around in our homes in the clutter, you know, reminding us that, oh, see this ugly pile? That's you. We actually, I think, unconsciously start to yep. identify with it. Um, so what do you see as the benefits when people finally get to the other side and they're experiencing that growing sense of new awareness of themselves and their own agency and their environment and all that? What kinds of things do you hear? Well, I see that it carries over into other parts of their lives. It's like, you know, honestly, the things that I have that I have brought into this part of my life, I learned in losing weight because I used to be someone who was almost 300 pounds. So I took that and I'm like, you know, it worked there. Maybe it'll work here. Nice. <laughs> and that's that's the thing is that we just, um, you know, we start to empower. We start to feel empowered in the best possible way. And, you know, we take that and we're like, I can do hard things. Look, I've conquered this. I can do hard things. And when something is weighing on your brain, like for me, it was with weight. It was like, I couldn't see anything else good in my life because I was so weighed down with that. And I think for so many of the people I work with, they can't see anything else good in their life because they're, I'm a slob, look at my house, I feel like I can't have anybody in, you know, this is my life's work and look what, you know, I I barely got my kids dressed today, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. kind of a thing, Um, you know, all of that stuff. And, And as you start to gain that, you gain confidence that, wow, if I, I can do hard things and I can do it 15 minutes at a time. I don't have to have hours and hours to do it. I, you know, if I do my 15 minutes of picking up today and I do my 15 minutes of decluttering a day, you know, or five minutes, if that's all I have, I would say that to people, you know, it's all about habit. If you can't, if you can't do 15, do five, that's fine. And, you know, they just start to, I know it's just, it's almost like an inner glow. Like I can, as I watch, because so much of what I do is, you know, on Zoom calls and things like that. I do do in person, but, you know, so much of like that, I can see it. I, you know, you can literally see in their face, like the light, you know, the light starting to glow yeah. <laughs> out of them. Yeah. Yeah. A new sense of freedom. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm going to guess you probably hear back from people, as you said before, that it affects every part of their lives. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it affects, you know, it, it leaves them the, the brain space, the mental space 
to work on other things or to enjoy other things because they feel like, okay, I got a system. I know what I'm, you know, I know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, I keep doing this and look, look what I'm accomplishing. It doesn't have to be that the whole house is done for them to start to feel that. I mean, just having a room or two, you know, and then it continues to spread and spread, you know, that just, it, it's not like you have to get to a hundred percent, you know, in order to, to start feeling some of that, you know, even if the pie, you've only made it through, you know, 15% of the pie, you start to see, you know, you start to see that. Um, yeah, and it gives you permission to think of yourself differently, operate differently. Right. Um, you're seeing right in front of your own eyes what's possible. Right. Exactly. exactly. Wow. I would yeah. think that that would lend itself to all sorts of things, as you're kind of alluding to. When you experience that peace and that freedom and you're shedding false labels about yourself, wow, what else might God now, having moved some of that out of the way, and let's face it, we're not going to be perfect. We'll battle no. back clutter no. again from time to time. Exactly. Life, you know, life happens. But but that sense of possibility, of freedom, of being able to have people yeah. stop by and not be afraid or ashamed. And the thing is that you have a, con once you've done it, you have a confidence. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say that sometimes clutter comes back in. But I know, okay, let me set that timer. Let me add it. Like, I have a confidence that I can deal with it. And it's not my identity that I have a pile there. Does that make sense? Like, it, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's just stuff that needs to be taken care of. It, it's not like a monument to my slobbiness, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. And just knowing that you have that confidence, I can do it. It does. It changes everything about, mm -hmm. and, you know, even for me, I know like wanting to be hospitable wanting to have people into the home and not feel like I was embarrassed or I was like, everybody run. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like to say that, you know, my goal is the house to be within 15 minutes of being ready for company. And I don't mean that there's no dust or I don't mean that kind of thing, but just stuff wise that there is, you know, 15 minutes, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, boom, 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 you know, and, the, and then you're there. Yeah. And so. if you're 15 minutes away from being company ready within reason, then even if somebody barges in on you, how bad can it be? How bad can it be? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, we don't, you don't have to stand there apologizing anymore because you know what? They probably have their 15 minutes of clutter at home, too. Oh, yeah, you bet. <laughs> Absolutely. So give us just the really quick overview of what you offer. You've got your one-on-ones, your yes. courses, and your membership. Give us the, yeah. the flyover. So one-on-ones um, are people who I generally meet with once a week for half an hour or more. And, um, you know, it's very flexible. You know, it's Thanksgiving week. You don't want to meet, that kind of thing. And it's, a, you know, it's a high, that my highest level of accountability for people um, because um, some people have unique circumstances that they're working in um, and just, or just want, I mean, I know I, I have a coach, I not for decluttering, but I have a coach. I enjoy accountability and, and, uh, and all that she has to teach me. Um, and then I also have a group membership, um, a paid membership where I have group coaching calls twice a month. We have a Facebook group. I also have a dedicated um, membership site for people who don't necessarily want to be on Facebook if that's not their if that's not their thing, uh, so that they can get all of the content as well. And then um, 
and then I also have some courses, which are some self-study type things uh, that they people can do. You know, I, one that's like called a jumpstart. It's about showing you how you can fit in those 15 minute, um, those 15 minute slots into your life and uh, giving you some, you know, encouragement and resources to get started. I have a home office you know, for people who need to get their home offices cleared up, you know, digitally, uh, physically, you know, their mental space and all of that. But, um, you know, each, each has a different level of accountability, I would say. And even with my, with my paid membership, I do have an option where people can have a once a month, um, one-on-one -on -one call with me. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like I said, giving people different options at, uh, different levels of accountability and different price points obviously yeah. based not everybody's in the same you know circumstances so yeah exactly so nice that there's different points of entry everybody look for heather at cleaningwithease.net and we'll also link to her social media any final thoughts for our listeners just don't be discouraged just remember you are doing the most important work those little humans that are in your um those beautiful, those beautiful little children who don't always look beautiful and don't always act beautiful, but, <laughs> but who you love to death and just, you know, uh, I, you know, there's some, there's some days, months, weeks, and years that, you know, are just um, challenging through this season of your life, but it is a blessed season of life. And that just know, you know, that you are doing the most important work and that your home you want to make those improvements so that you feel better, but just adjust your expectations based on the age of your children. Okay. The more little ones you have, the less you should expect of yourself from a, uh, in regards to your home. Okay. That, you know, we want them, we want them to have a joyful place to live and a happy mama makes happy kids. <laughs> yeah, amen and amen. Uh, and really, honestly, anybody who would come into your home with young children and judge you for a bit of kid mess, probably not going to be about best them. friend anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know what, that usually that's about them. That's about <laughs> whatever. And they, that, that, let them keep their own. <laughs> Their own judgment. <laughs> Their own mental clutter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you so much, Heather. This has been really neat and really encouraging. I'm actually looking around my cluttered desk and going, you know what? I have 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Everybody's got 15 minutes, right? Yeah. And I like your idea of like putting on the music and setting your timer and just yeah. make it fun. I could see looking forward to that 15 minutes a day right. and just making a little progress. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for so that. good to talk to you, Lisa. So good to talk with you too. Everybody talk with Heather. Again, that's cleaningwithease.net. It's in the show notes. And that's our show for today. Our program is sponsored by homeschoolconnections.com. Be sure to subscribe to Homeschooling Saints and leave us an honest review. God bless you and thank you for joining us.